Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is your alternative talk station, KKNW Seattle. Welcome to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. We are coming to you live to bring you stories of people like you and me who are busting through to their unlimited possibilities. Right about now, you may be asking, what is crust? Crust is what keeps you stuck. It is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. That's right. Anything you think, feel, or believe, Benny, that prevents you from living life full out. I think you have some crust this morning around your laptop. (laughs) You're trying to get your wires undone. I'm trying to get my wires undone. I have been trying to get my wires undone for 53 years, Benny. 53 years I've been trying to get my wires. No, actually, that's not the truth of me. It is not the truth of me. Benny's watching me. Well, welcome to the show. You're listening to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat, and producer Benny. Benny Mathers, He's yes. chuckling at me. Well, I'm not. I'm laughing with the situation. It's a situation. <laughs> it's a situation. It's a crusty situation <laughs> because right. I got my laptop here. And, of course, you know, it's it's kind <clears throat> of like, you know, you take these personality tests, right? Okay, I don't even know what personality I am these days. I'm my days, own personality. I don't need to take a test absolutely. to show me what it's all about. That's right. Yeah. I'm not either. And, you know, and what does that mean anyway? But bottom line is one of these things. You know, after you do a show, we bring our laptop in because we get a lot of emails. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> you know, we get emails all day long about the show. Mm-hmm. And I love them. And I really am doing my best to get back to people. But what happens is, as we, we, we exchange, Cameron and Lucia were just on, so they're in here. We give, you know, we, we take the time to give each other hugs when Benny lets us <laughs> as they're walking out and we're coming in. And, uh, you know, or a high five or something like that. And then we get in the studio and we set our computer up. Now. If I were to kind of do this differently, what I would do is I would take my – when I have to leave, I would take my computer apart, and I would fold up all the wires in a very neat way. But I don't do that, and I just shove them in my briefcase. And hence, when I come in in the morning, they're, like, tangled. But today, they were especially tangled. <clears throat> well, so, yesterday's show, you did kind of run out of here, and you had to because we were kind of tight on time as I know. Always, we did run. And uh, – yeah, we we continued with today's mess from yesterday, <laughs> but it's okay. Boy, there's you know, and that's the deal. It, the the thing that I am learning about life and about the whole crust busting thing is how do you handle yourself when you're in that situation? Because we were at choice about two seconds ago, weren't we, Benny? The choice was like this: Do I take this moment, you know, in getting ready for the show and the wires, and do I go to this place of despair, anger, frustration, or do, you know, I take a look at it in a different way and just put it down and know that it's going to be absolutely perfect no matter what I do, no matter what Benny does, because we're here for a purpose greater than either one of us. We are absolutely divinely here for a purpose greater than either one of us. And that is a prayer I say each and every day. And that's what I know about crust busting, that it is here for a purpose greater than me. I'm the vehicle. Benny, KKNW, anybody else. That's right. But we are here, Mm -hmm. and that's what's molto importante. Molto importante. Say that again, Benny. That was pretty good. Mucho importante. Oh, that could be. Very important. It's very important. I come off being any race. Wow. 
And, you know, here's what we have going on today. We are going to be joined in a few minutes by Mariah Marston, who has got an amazing book called Soul Searching with Jua Cool. And she is here in town, has a workshop this weekend. We've been giving away tickets to her event Friday night. Mm-hmm. And today, on today's show, we will be giving away tickets for the entire weekend workshop. Wow. And we did have a couple winners through the week already. We have had several winners. We had and a actually, and... Linda has been keeping a list because we've been giving away <clears> subscriptions. <throat> and I believe we have uh, other things to, to really gift people. Very generous. We have some incredible guests on the show don't we they the generosity is just overwhelming um, it really hits me in the heart and uh kind of gets the flow going Mm -hmm. so we're going to be here uh uh to talk with mariah about her journey and how she came to talk to develop what is called the school of the golden discs and what her relationship is with the tibetan and you know the tibetan is with her all the time so we'll be calling her in a minute and to talk about that Tomorrow we have with us Krishna Das, and you know he will be uh, joining us for the show. And we have more giveaways. We have already given um, six tickets away to the Friday night event. We'll be giving away a CD. And then Friday... Do you think our Friday's guests will give away a store? <laughs> I'll have to ask him. Okay. Actually, Benny, I'm going to save that question for you. <laughs> oh, you should. <laughs> We've had a plentiful week. Well, we wondered if you could give away a store. I, you know, I'm just hoping that he, you know, well, I know he will. He being I, he Tom will, Stenberg. Tom Stenberg yes, will from... come to the table with a story like you and me and like some of our listeners, like Paul, you know, who's trying to start, you know, who's working on starting his business around music and, and uh, children. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people out there. And in a week, we are going to have Rick Shaw who has started this entire chain of low-carb stores, and he is going to come on the air because there are franchise opportunities. So we are bringing information and practical solutions Mm -hmm. to people that want more. You got to want it. Got to want it. And I want that angel card right now. Okay. How about you? Oh, sure. Oops. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, see, I missed it. I had it all ready. I just didn't have it queued up on the board. There it is. And the angel card for Today. Wednesday, which is Hump Day. I wonder if it has any reference to Hump Day. Well, it could be adventure. It's an adventurous yeah, Hump Day. Yeah, it is. It is an adventure. Life is an adventure. It sure is. Mm-hmm. All right, let's flip to the adventure page. All right. Life is a grand adventure. Take risks, explore the unknown, journey forth into the great wide open without pre-planned outcomes. One more time. One more time. All right. (laughs) And then we want to let everybody know what the other two cards were. Okay. Monday's and Tuesday's card. Your life is a grand adventure. Take risks. Explore the unknown. Journey forth into the great wide open without pre-planned outcomes. What does that mean without pre-planned outcomes? You know, I love that term. I I love that, Take a sense on what's being given to you without knowing it, I assume. I have a story. That's what I would deal with. I have a story about pre-planned outcomes. Go ahead. Do tell. Well, it's a very interesting story, and I'm learning about what it means to let go of the outcome of things, what it means to let go of what you think, uh, you know, how you think something should be. That doesn't mean to let go of your dream. For example, I've got, I've had a dream and a vision about, you know, the first book that I'm writing on crust busting, and it is the first book of several. 
Um, and yet what I found was I was really attached to when it would come out and, you know, how that related to other things and what we were going to do with that. And what I had to do is let go of that because I think spirit has got a different plan. But what happened with that and what happened with that was that I was gifted with an angel, someone to help me uh, rewrite the book in a way that, um, that, you know, felt right for me, felt right for my soul. But it took me a while to let go of that. It actually took me three months. So the book sat and it actually fermented. It grew. It's like a fine something or other. Uh, grape juice fermented like a fine, fine grape juice. <laughs> Does that make sense? A little bit. All right. That makes sense. Okay. So that's letting go of the outcomes. How yeah. does that tie into the other two angel cards? Or does it? Well, that's I a mean, great question for Friday. It is. I don't think we should. Well, there's a precursor. We could mm. use it for Friday. Okay. We could ask people, what was the question we brought up on Wednesday? And you could say it Friday, and then we could give away the card. Oh, gosh. Linda, are you writing all this down? She, she's busy. <laughs> she took my pen from me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So what were the, what were the Monday? Uh, Mondays was peace because right. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, equanimity. come up with equanimity. And thank you all for giving And I know it now. And I want to go, I'm pretty sure it is, it's purpose for Tuesday, which yes. was yesterday. Yes, purpose. Oh, there that sound is. <laughs> yep, that is me. That is the computer coming on. And yes, I haven't, for those of you who sent me emails about how to turn the sound off, thank you so much. I'm still Are they work- telling you to do it? I'm still it's working the, on the, it. It's in the control panel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to turn the sound off before you turn the computer on. It should be in there. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. So, Benny, how about recapping? Recapping? Yeah. What uh, are the angel cards? For for this week up till now, we had Mondays was peace, Tuesdays was purpose, and of course today, the grand adventure. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I do too. And we're going to bring on uh, our special guest, Mariah Marston. And I, Kathy, I've got your email. Thank you so much. I have the questions, and I definitely will ask them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so let's take a short break, Benny. Sounds what good. do you think? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Okay, we'll be right back. song is about the words go just believe just breathe mm-hmm. and that is so profound just believe just, just breathe. breathe simple words uh yet sometimes benny can be a little difficult due me? to that stuff we know as crust it's not me baby oh i know it's not you <laughs> it's crust around the situation you're so my hero <laughs> Don't be breaking out in Bette Midler song, please. Uh, oh, okay, we've got that. 
well, welcome back. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Papasilli, and... Producer Benny Mathers. And we have with us right now Mariah Marston. Mariah has been a channel for Joua Cool since 1986. Mariah is a soul psychologist, which includes astrology, dream analysis, past life integration, and that's the work that she does, her intuitive work that she does, uh, as a midwife to the soul alignment process. And we want to know more about the soul alignment process. Mariah is here this weekend for a very special workshop, which she will tell us about. But let's bring her on right now. Welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> oh, it's great to have you here. Thank you. Uh, you know, I have so many questions, but the, qu- the question that I ask each and every guest that comes on the show is, how, how did you get to be where you are in this incredible journey? Yeah, I mean, has it, have you always been like this? What's, <laughs> did you just pop out like this? <laughs> it's, it's been quite a journey, um, especially when I um, first met the Tibetan in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. It, it came as quite a shock. Um, I was in, living in uh, the Boston area studying to be a psychologist, and uh, the Tibetan has, otherwise known as Dual Kul, mm-hmm. people call him the Tibetan or Dual Kul. Um, he, he works the weather channels as well, and there was a channel um, in from Denver who um, uh, was there giving readings, and synchronistically my client canceled at the same time I had an opportunity to get a reading with this person and the first thing the Tibetan said is, you know, you've agreed to uh, channel me and uh, work together and uh, and go forward with the work. And, mm-hmm. of course, I was totally shocked because I didn't know anything about channeling or anything about any of that. Stuff. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, it just showed up like that? showed up out of the blue on my 37th birthday. My jaw dropped, and I, I couldn't even speak. I just sort of sat there and stared at him. <laughs> I mean, stared at the channel. And uh, But by the end of the hour, I I had given my commitment because, you know, when you get the call, the higher call, you you really can't say no. You know, it's uh, you just can't say no. Every every part of you, you know, your cells are vibrating in recognition of something mm-hmm. so much bigger and, mm-hmm. and compelling. So mm-hmm. I said yes, and I went on my merry way. And I had a lot of inner work to do after that. Uh, the Tibetan gave me 100 false beliefs to remove, to open up the back of my heart chakra so that I could wow. receive his energy and blend with him. Um, and that was a very deep and involved process. A hundred? Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff from past lives around the whole wow. issue. But it was great. I, you know, I, I worked it through, and um, finally that opened the back of the heart chakra and then moved into alignment and was able to start to... Uh, bring him to other people. So that it's been a wild and woolly ride ever since. Well, <laughs> you know, I love the way you explain that because, you know, when we get these ideas, and I have to tell you, we have an incredible listening audience. They are really being pulled towards yeah. something greater than themselves. Yeah. The stories that they share are incredible. Wow. And, you know, when I when I speak with, with someone like you, you really are a symbol for each and every one of us to know that if we are willing to be open to that voice that we hear from within, yeah. that manifestation is really not something that's out of the realm Absolutely. of accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hearing you say. Now, you didn't know anything about channeling. I didn't know anything about channeling. I didn't know about, I didn't even know much about Tibet. I didn't know anything. I was just becoming a, you know, a therapist and uh, going along my merry way. So I, I had a lot of, uh, it was a blessing because I didn't, I, I was, perhaps more like un, I was pure in my efforts in that I, I just knew I had made a commitment to this being from the mm-hmm. spirit plane and uh, because 
the energy in me was so responsive to him. And then I couldn't, you know, when I got home, I, my ego locked in, and I thought, oh, come on now, you know, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it didn't, you know, it couldn't withstand the um, the commitment, the power of the commitment. I think that's, you know, when we make a commitment to our higher self or to our, our calling in life or, you know, it's it's really strong. I mean, it's uh, quite the force field. It is quite the force field. And, you know, I know for me, I'm experiencing, I'm having a similar experience when you have an idea yeah. that you know you're really uh, being called to take out there. Yeah. The worst thing you could do is walk away from it because oh. spirit does not let go. No, that's not a <laughs> that's not an option. We'd like to think it's an option, but oh. it's really not, you know. Life gets really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's so accelerating. I mean, from the time I, I hooked up with the Tibetan um boom, you know, I felt like I was on a fast train or something, you know, moving through my process at light speed and uh, going into really deep places inside of myself and, of course, meeting all kinds of people. It's been, And I think that's probably what happens for a lot of us, you know, when we sort of click and move into our channels and our alignment with our higher purpose. It's like then we're on the express train and we're just, you know, we're moving. I know we are. It's kind of like clear the path. Yeah, clear the path. Yes, right. clear the path. <laughs> we're coming through. We're coming through. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I have, I wanted to ask you uh, a number of things. First, I want, what I would like to say is that we so honor the process of channeling. That's not something that we're going to do directly on the air. Oh. Uh, and I think you and I have talked about yeah, that yeah, because yeah. it's something that you fully engage in yeah. and that we really uh, honor the folks that really call in with questions. And, you know, for me, you know, we're not uh, in a place that we're going to do that today. And, uh-huh. of course, people will be able to do that this weekend. I think you and I have talked about that. However, yeah. I say however. I love that <laughs> word. I love like however. It, yeah. It's kind of like but, but however sounds better. Right. <laughs> Uh, you and I did talk, and one thing you said to me that I don't know that everyone really knows. You said that the Tibetan is always with you. Yep, he's always there. How yep. does that feel? I mean, is he, you know, when you said that to me, I was kind of like, hmm, okay. Now, what does that really mean? And what I realized is that although you're connected and, you know, there must be a conversation that goes on between you both. Is that the way that works? Well, you know, it's been a long process. It's like a long marriage. Um, it changes. And initially, when I opened, I, um, I was very. I felt like I, I was very permeable, or um, I felt maybe almost ultra aware of his presence, as well as you know, awareness of other people's psyches and just energy in general, because I'd opened so much. Um, <clears throat> and um, so then I decided that just on a personality, ego level, I needed to have some boundaries so that, you know, I wasn't just constantly aware of his mm-hmm. presence, like, all the time, you know, mm-hmm. I, I needed a, a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Not that he was pressing in or anything like that, because the masters don't do that, but it was just my own, like, super sensitivity to this greater energy now that I had come into my life that I finally recognized. Um, but, yeah, but, um, but you know, our te- the teachers and masters are always always with us at all the, t- all the time. Um, yeah. And so what I tend to do now, 18 years later, is go about my merry way, assuming that I've got it all figured out. And um, then when I realize I don't, I check in with him. I try to get him on the telephone and ask him what he thinks. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to know what he thinks. Boy, do I have a few questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's funny because ever since uh, we've been talking about you coming on the show, mm-hmm. um, 
I, I know that we have had our listeners feel a connection, and I have an email uh, from oh, Kathy that I'd like wonderful. to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, but I have uh, also felt that connection, and what's really striking is the picture. I mean, I've gotten um, the subscription, and we are going to be giving away a few things here today. Great. We're going to be giving away additional subscriptions um, okay. to people, uh-huh. and also we still have a few tickets for Friday night, uh-huh. and we're also going to be giving away uh, a ticket for the weekend. Good. good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, thank you so much for uh-huh. those generous gifts, oh, and yeah, we'll, yeah, and we'll talk more about this. Um, the the question I think is, um, you know, when we when we feel that kind of connection, yeah. is there something that we can do to really open up to to hear it, or you know, is there something we have to break through sure. um, to really hear it, to know that we're you know we're hearing something that we're we are to take action on? Yeah, that's great. Um, well, there's a bunch of different levels to it. I mean, one of the major level, of course, is is, is our ego. You know, which you know, people always put the ego down. It. I mean, it has its function, mm-hmm. uh, but um, it gets very threatened when we open up to greater realities beyond its domain, so to speak. Um, and so there can be kind of a reaction in the psyche of, uh, oh wow, you know, you're opening up, and then a lot of uh, negative thinking can come in like, oh, this isn't real, I'm making it up, you know. Yeah, I know that. I'm unworthy and mm-hmm. all the stuff that we all dip into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, in my in my own case, I told myself, I, I really didn't believe any of it. I told myself after 100 good readings, I would believe it, and 100 readings came and went, and I still dealt with a lot of, um, you know, skepticism about mm-hmm. it. And I think skepticism is good because it allows us to really be discerning um, because, you know, messages come from all different levels, you know, the unconscious, the higher self, you know. Um, but there is a, a certain quality of energy. Um, I know for myself when I'm tuning into the Tibetan, it's a very um, pure, loving, warm, non-chastising, non-criticizing energy that's very um, very supportive and very penetrating at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when I, you know, when I talk to people about moving into their channel or opening up, they I always encourage them to see what the energy is like mm-hmm. um, because we can't, you know, we can't refute an energetic shift. You know, we can feel it. And uh, and that's, you know, that's real helpful in knowing that we're tuning into something that has, has a, is having an impact on us. Mm. And then, of course, looking at the content of the message we're getting. Um, you know, if we're getting ju- judgment and negativity in our messages, then maybe it's coming from the unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're getting a certain kind of quality of love, then I would have, Bet it's coming from you know one of the masters, our higher self, you know mm-hmm. those kinds of places. Yeah, that is you know that's a very key distinction. Although I have to tell you, there have been points points in time in my life where I couldn't tell the difference. Uh-huh. I wasn't at a place where I could tell the difference between judgment and love. Oh wow! In my journey, yeah, yeah. I'm not there now. <laughs> uh, have a. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I know. Congratulations. I've had a shift of some kind, and, and I can really actually pinpoint when I've had that. Oh, wow. Um, but for a large part of my life, it was hard to really discern between, you know, is this love or is this judgment? And, you know, actually, Mariah, sometimes I think for me that I was so used to being in the in the, in the the being judged or judging area that yeah. that was so familiar yes. that that sounded like a voice to action. Yes. Have well, you, you know, experienced that? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. And, and um, you know, I was thinking that another thing that happens when we open is that we open, and then um, all the deep, buried 
karmic stuff that's hanging out down there that needs to come up for healing suddenly starts surfacing quite a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, a lot of us, when we expect to, when we open, we expect to move into bliss states or joy states, which, of course, ultimately, I think, is what we do. But yeah. the journey is also challenging in that um, the, the deeper, you know, wounds or traumas, whatever, uh, belief systems are coming up with a, with an intensity, mm-hmm. you know, because that's part of the uh, the resistance factor in the unconscious. And so uh, it's it's a very, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not what we think it's going to be. It's it's more mysterious than that. Um, and so, you know, we, we may think, oh, my God, I'm moving into alignment or opening up, and yet, wow, I'm cranky or I'm angry or I'm scared <laughs> or yes. whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's all that stuff. It's, it's like taking an inside shower, you know. It's like all the stuff is getting washed up, you know. Yes. <laughs> it is. And you know what? Sometimes for me, that hasn't been an exactly, uh, you know, kind of nice feeling. No. No. <laughs> no. No. It's like somebody turned on, opened up the fire hydrant, plugged the fire hose you in, and it. here it comes. <laughs> there <That's>, I go. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, it sure is. And it's like, wow, what hit me? And that's enough sometimes to send people scurrying back, you know, let me close the lid and pretend this didn't happen. But you know, if we can weather, you know, if we have the fortitude to weather the mm-hmm. the onslaught of this karmic material coming up, it's such a profound opportunity for us. You know? It is. What I'd like to do is uh, give out a phone number now for questions uh, okay. to for people to call in. And actually, we'll take the first uh, caller with the question. Uh, you will get to choose between a subscription or uh, tickets to Friday night or... Tickets for the whole week. A ticket for the whole weekend. Wow! And what we're what we're looking for, you'll get to choose because we've got it's this is an abundant thing. I can tell. All right. So nice. we're going to give out the numbers. <laughs> Wish I was uh, in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, give out the numbers for folks to call in and um, with a question for Mariah. And when we come back from the break, we'll take the calls. Also, what we'll do is we'll t- say more about the workshop that's coming up okay. and more about the book because, I, you know, there are a couple things in the book that are just that have blown me away, especially your story. Oh. Um, and also uh, we'll talk a little bit more about how we can connect with the Tibetan today. Oh, good. All right. So Great. the number is, Benny? 425-373-5527. And our favorite toll-free number, West of the Cascades, that'll be one. 1- Triple eight two nine eight five five six nine. Or if you're on that internet and you're connected and you really can't call us, you can send the email to live at crustbusting.com. Sounds we'll good. be right back. Another day leave. Another day. Just breathe. That's like a violin. I, I used to play viola. Is it like a violin? It is a violin, and it's a viola and a cello. 
and you know a few other string instruments there. The Verve, bittersweet symphony. I know. I used to play um, viola when I was uh, 12. You, you don't still play it now, do you? No. <laughs> All right, Mariah, we're, you're listening to Crust Busting Your Writer in Awesome crust, Life. That's not crust, is it? <laughs> uh, we can talk about that uh, later. Uh, it is. Found it. <laughs> Thank you. We have Mariah Marston with us. Thank you so much, Mariah, for joining us. Let's take our first caller. Sure. Okay. We have Lynn on line one. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Welcome to the show. Hi. Well, good I'm morning. So, I'm so excited. I got the first call here. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to do the weekend. Okay. What's your question? My question is, um, she's talking about being guided to a higher purpose, and I'm wondering, how does that fit in with free will and creating our own future? Oh, that's good. Because I guess sometimes when I think about I know I can create things in my life, but sometimes I worry if I'm creating something, if that's my highest good. Okay. And so so it's, it's looking at like uh, answering the higher call or the sense of the divine plan versus creating our own reality? Right. Is that kind of the question? Yes. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, that's a really cosmic question, you know, because it's something we, we bounce back and forth. I really think it's a balance of... Um, the Tibetan talks a lot about that we are co-collaborating with the divine plan, you know, that we're co-creating um, with the unfoldment of, you know, the divine plan and therefore our own higher calling. And at the same time, we're, you know, we've, we've agreed, as he likes to tease and say, we've signed on the dotted line with the karmic board before we came into this lifetime. We agreed to do some very specific um, uh, coursework, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, learning, learning uh, patterns and curves, mm-hmm. and, uh, and also to make a certain specific offerings um, to the earth plane and to humankind. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it, and, but it's the way we respond to it, and um, we have a lot of free will in terms of bringing our creativity to that sense of pur- purpose and mission. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but, but, so then can we create something that might not be in the plan? You know, we, um, the Tibetan always teases about, you know, because there's always that question, am I on the right path? Um, mm. And um, and he always teases and says that you're on. You know, there's no other path you could be on. There even you if go. It, even if it feels wrong or you know or frustrating or blocked, it's all part of you know working through um, you know deeper issues. Um, and I think we all worry so much about making a mistake. Um, and he teases about that too. He's very teasy and loving and says, <laughs> you know, that um, uh, it's not it's not about making a mistake. It's it's really about. Um, just exploring and moving through um, different belief patterns um, and um, and and evolving, you know, our belief structures so that they 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 become, you know, a better filter through which we create. So um, I um, I think it's it really is about um, not uh, just just maybe letting ourselves decide we're not you know we're not making a big mistake here and and that we're on the right path even if it doesn't appear that way. Also, I know for myself, if I try to pull away from my path, um, I really feel it in the belly. I mean, my body just refuses mm. to give me any peace on that level if I do that. Mm. So I think all of us have these, like, um, like maybe soul-level little alarms in our, in our psyche, you know, that go off, you know. Uh, bing, 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 you know, if, if, we're, if, we decide, if we've gotten off, like, our, you know, off the path, so to speak, you know, because and we usually feel it when we wake up in the morning. 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe just before we go to sleep, when our ego's a little quieted down, mm-hmm. then we get that sense of, hmm, wait a minute, there's something wrong with this picture. Oh, wow, I'm really on the pulse here. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Do you have some of that going on, Lynn? Um, yeah, and I guess I guess the I guess the the answer really probably is in more that the more you can be in touch with your inner self and your inner voice, yeah. the less you're going to act out of ego and less um, you're going to have what of the ego of the ego and yeah. just, um, And you know, it's part of that too is is the inner dialogue that comes up when we you know when we really start responding to our soul. Um, then all of the lifetimes of belief systems start surfacing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we have an opportunity to like, watch our minds and see what dialogue is going on. If mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm never going to do it, I'm never going to do it, I'm never going to do it, you know, that kind of thing, or, or whatever the, you know, the repeating. It's always kind of a relentless repeating mental yes, it is. thing going on there. Yeah. And that's, that tells us, as the Tibetan says, that tells the story of our soul. Because if we put all that those sentences together that we keep repeating, we're actually describing where we've been in past lives and what we're trying to break out of in this lifetime. So usually the very thing we're trying to break out of is the first thing that surfaces, and then that's the thing that sometimes captures us, uh, momentarily anyway, mm-hmm. um, and convinces us that it's true. But, of course, it's not true. It's based on you know false beliefs from previous lives. Wow. And you're going to be working with folks on that this weekend, Yeah, we're going to do you? a lot of that uh, okay. uh, over the weekend. Okay. Yeah. And, Lynn, you're going to be going to that, aren't you? Wonderful. That's oh, great. I have no more false beliefs. Yeah, oh, and uh, you know, I'd love for you I'm to. Looking uh, forward to it. Oh, that would be great for you to check in next week and share our, your experience with us. We'd okay. love to have you do that. Would you stay on the line, Lynn? And, and Linda will collect some information. Okay, great. So that we can make sure that uh, we list your name uh, for the weekend. Okay, thanks so much. Great. Thanks, Thank Lynn. Hang you. On. Thanks, Mariah. We have another caller. We have Mark. Hi, Mark. Mark. Yes, Mark. Mark, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, good morning to you, Mark. Good morning. You're here with me and my special guest, Mariah, and Benny, of course. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Hi. What's your question? Well, I, I feel like I've had a couple uh, Tibetan life, lifetimes, and you know, their uh, practices, their spiritual practices, are, are pretty unique and pretty powerful. Mm. And uh, But then uh, general spiritualism and uh, general spiritual development seems like a, a somewhat different path. I just was wondering which might be the better path for me. Hmm. <clears throat> so the, the question, I'm just trying to hear more clearly, the question is that you've had certain powerful spiritual practices that you've done, but I didn't hear the... No, the I'm, um, the, 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 I, I don't know if your, your guy, the Tibetan, um, actually guides people towards uh, mm. t- Tibetan, uh, like, tantricism. Oh, I gotcha. Or uh. Vajrayana, or um, whether he just uh, basically... Uh, just spiritual practices in general? Oh, I got you. Great. Um, you know, um, the Tibetan, even though he's known as the Tibetan because his last lifetime was, well, many lifetimes in Tibet, um, but the way he teaches lately um, is that, you know, a lot of the traditional pathways up the mountain um, are beginning to break down and move into and reorganize into a new, a new level of oneness or something like that. And so... You know, I think, um, I know that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't talk to people about um, going into a specific groove, you know, whether it's Buddhism mm-hmm. or Hinduism or whateverism. you know. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that we're at a time um, collectively in, in our human evolution where the need for some of those fundamental grooves is now 
over and that so that um, people are opening up to more of a mystical experience, which mm. means a coming together in, in union from all different levels. And so the Tibetan teaches from that perspective. And he certainly encourages any kind of practice that refines energy, purifies energy, uh, awakens the chakras, aligns people with their higher self. Uh, but there's not a, a particular attachment to it being, let's say, through the Tibetan lineage or Tibetan Buddhism or anything like that. Mm. Uh, but but practices are encouraged, although, you know, we also, you know, there are a lot of students that have spent many lifetimes just working really, really, really hard with all of these practices um, and perhaps getting frustrated. So he also encourages, um, you know, people to to relax. <laughs> I know that sounds uh, simple, but uh, in our society it's not all that simple uh, because when we relax, our channel opens. We, we move oh. into natural alignment. Oh. You know, we can tap into a greater consciousness. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of both. Does that answer the question? How does that sound, Mark? It sounds very good. Now, Mark, I have a question for you. Uh, would you like, you, you have a choice. You could have um, uh, uh, Mariah's gifting a ticket to Friday night mm-hmm. or uh, sub- a, a subscription to this amazing magazine called Transformational Times. I think I'd like to uh, see her Friday night. All righty. Great. Then. Thank you, Mark. It's all yours. I've, I'm right here, right in here. <laughs> See you Friday. Okay, stay on the line, please, and uh, Linda will collect some information. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Thanks, Mark. Thank Hang tight. Stay on the line. All right. Let's go to Alita. Hi, Alita. Oh, got her now. Hi, Alita. Hello. Hi, Alita. How are you? I am glad to be speaking with you. I'm so glad you're breathing. And yes. saying such great stuff. Um, <laughs> Me too. Oh, <laughs> Me three. <laughs> and Benny and everybody else. Yeah, That's great. Um, I have two questions, and they're very similar. One is, what is the best way to work with the children that are coming in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because, boy, are they, I've, boy, they're asking for different stuff. Well, boy, aren't they, though? Yeah. Um <clears throat> Should I answer that one now, and then you'll tell me the other question? Or? Sure, let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, well, you know, it's very interesting because um, you've probably heard of the of the book called The Indigo Children. Um, oh, yeah. And there's a lot of advanced souls coming in um, <clears throat> because this next generation is going to truly bridge us into the the new age, if you will, or the new, next dimension, the fifth dimension, or the, op- the new paradigm. You know, there's so many terms for it, but, you know, you know, we've... You know, we've been like exploring and opening and breaking, you know, crust busting, you know, breaking through all those old beliefs and everything. Uh, but now the next generation that are coming in really truly have to bridge us into this mm. new new consciousness. Um, and um, and so a lot of them are very old souls, and a lot of them are very also very challenging to deal with in little kids' bodies. Um, you know, so they're they're because they're very advanced and they you know they require that we almost relate to them on an adult level, but we still have to relate right. to them because they're still little ones. And uh, it's a fine balance that we have to hold around you know honoring them as as, as kids and nurturing them, but at the same time evoking some um, extra special gifts from them, you know, without putting pressure on them. Um, you know, expecting that they um, you know that they. I guess honoring that they're going to have more gifts than we do mm-hmm. and perhaps making us worth that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it is a very different... Uh, they need us to be really real with them. Okay. Oh, boy, and howdy. 
All right, we're all going. Yep. Okay, that's the word. Be that's real. That's the word. Forget, you know, get rid of the goo goo gaga stuff. Oh yeah, no, no, no phony baloney stuff with this generation coming in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. really seem to want to know exactly what's oh, actually boy, going so on. Oh, penetrating. Yeah. yeah. Why Wait. beyond their years? I think. Way, way, and that's the difficult part because their ego personality is like still five or ten or mm-hmm. eight or right. whatever. Right. Fragile, but what? Well, yeah. But to interface that with this big consciousness that they may not remember yet but it's still there. Mm. It's a biggie, yeah. Wow. And so the more you could talk to them on that level is, is just terrific. That would be great because yeah. that has to, that asks us to step up because we have to let we have to let go of our own perception of what it means to speak to a to a young one. Right. You know, we have right. to step through and say, well, you know, that was done to me, but you know, maybe I need to learn something different. Exactly. Here. Exactly. Because we're going to ask them to bridge in the new age, yes, so we, we have to be new with them. <laughs> wow. And wow, that Alita, did you have a sim- another question? And- yeah. I I would love to know. The picture of a hundred years from now. Oh wow! <laughs> is the Tibetan there? Uh, he's yeah. He's always with me. <laughs> he's smiling <laughs> from ear to ear. He <laughs> loves this conversation. Um, um, <laughs> you know, he's it's, it's, it's just trying to get this through into my consciousness um, because it really is. You know what he talks so much about is the newness that we're entering into. It's it's mm-hmm. truly there's no history for it. It's unprecedented. So. Uh-huh. Our imaginations are mostly linked to what we've experienced in, in the past on right. this planet. And, and he's asking us to move into the mystery because, you know, the, what, what's coming down the road is so new. I mean, a whole level of union on the planet that we've never known before. Mm-hmm. Um, telepathic communication and uh, a tremendous levels of creativity. Lots of boundaries have broken down and mm-hmm. very, all new systems have come in in terms of... Uh, you know, all the systems, uh, you know, whether it's healing systems or, you know, educational systems or political systems, except that political systems don't even really look like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's not to say that we're not differentiated or, you know, holding our own identities uh, as people and as countries, but there's a, a sense of uh, the dynamic between all of us is, is going to be so profoundly based in love mm-hmm. that, um, I, you know, he's, he could go on and on. He's smiling because I can't get the words out. <laughs> yes, it's hard to really describe it. Isn't it is it? hard to describe yeah. it, but it's, it's a very fine, rarefied atmosphere. Okay. Um, you know, it's very, it's very refined. Lots of light. I mean, mm-hmm. the light's you know perceived light. You know, because most of us don't perceive the light that exists. So this is perceived light. Yes. So um, because the entire Earth herself is her vibratory rate is shifting, and uh, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of a lot of light coming in. So it's something that we can all look forward to. Oh, that's, thank you. Alita, I have a question for you. Okay. Would you like a ticket for Friday night or a subscription? Oh, I think a subscription. You've got it. Thank All you righty. so much for calling in, and please stay on the line okay. so Linda can collect some information. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. You know, uh, Mariah, I want to ask you a question from Kathy, who sent an email in, because it's along these lines. And uh-huh. it's like this. Um, Kathy feels that Juakul is connected to her somehow. Can you please tell us, as your listening group, how we will know if Juakul is helping us and what his main, mes- what his main message for us today Oh, that's what great. is that? Okay. I think it's along what you're talking about. Yes. Um, first of all, <clears throat> you know, Joel Cole, the Tibetan, is one of the many masters that works with the earth plane, and these masters have um, thousands of students. Um, and there's a sense of, um, there's just, once again, I want to refer people to maybe their heart chakra, you know, okay. their heart, their belly, mm-hmm. um, not so much their mind, mm-hmm. um, in terms of, 
getting a sense of presence. I mean, even talking today, um, that's why the Tibetan's smiling from ear to ear, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's so delighted that, that through our actual ears and my mm-hmm. voice, you know, that there's that contact being made. Because he works with many students on the inner planes and, and then it's just and through the dream state and it's just a matter of them recognizing that at a conscious level. And once they do and they hook up with him, um, then it's like, wow, you know, then things really start opening. So Kathy and could be experiencing that. So she's picking up on that. Yes, exactly. Okay. And um, and I'm sure a lot of other people will be too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just a matter of reinforcing that, just like any new relationship. And I suggest that um, it's it's useful to um, Close your eyes and, and bring your awareness into your heart and ask the Tibetan to meet you in your heart and um, and just get to know each other um, like a new relationship, even though it's an old relationship because he's been with his students for most of their lifetimes. But oh, wow. um, but it's it's but it's still a recognizing of it in this lifetime. And there's like a quickening feeling, like oh, you know that feeling. <laughs> I had that you know? this morning. You did. I did. Yeah. I really had that this morning. And, you know, I'll probably talk to you offline about it because I, I want to just make sure we get the uh, our other callers in here. Okay. But I had that. I'm glad you described it as a quickening feeling. It was uh, it was a connection I made with someone that I felt totally relieved about an action I was taking. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yep. All right. It. Let's take our next caller. Hi. Hi, this is Pat. Who is am I Kaya? speaking is with? It is Kaya? it Kaya? Yeah, hi, this hi. is Kaya. Yes. Hi, Kaya. Welcome to the show. We're here with Mariah. Hi, Kaya. Aloha. You have a question? Yes. I'm wondering how to work with the elders since I've just started working with mature people. How can I make a connection? Okay. Wow. Um, huh, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, well, of course, the elders have so much wisdom, um, and I think... One of the things one of the things we do at the school is we try to invoke help people invoke their wisdom because we're we're opening up to a time in our society when it's not so much a hierarchical um, experience of you know people being above other people that we all have equal mastery and equal wisdom and so um, it's it's really important to to evoke that and I think the elders have um, just a tremendous um, wisdom bank inside of them and um, you know part of the perhaps some of the discouragement is that it's not evoked there's not enough place in our society mm. for them to bring these these very mature and ripened seasoned gifts mm-hmm. um, so the more that they can be evoked you know the better mm. and so I see and you know what? It's kind of like the answer we talked about with the children. This is very interesting. Yeah. This is like on two ends of the continuum. Yeah, exactly. We have a dis- yeah, we have a discussion around children and how we should work with them. And now uh, the question, I think, Kaya, is around elders. And both of these are at the end of the continuum. Yeah. And really call us to raise our perception of yes. wisdom. Yes. And to approach people with that level of, of knowledge, yes. you know, with seeing them as wise. And, you know, you're right. We don't do really do a lot of that in our particular culture. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, we try to do a lot of this at the school because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about, you know, having the guru or the big teacher, right. you know what I mean? It's yes. about really informing each other. I mean, it's a collective awakening process we're going through. So as we're in our channels, in our wisdom bank, you know, then we share that with each other and we mm-hmm. stimulate each other's awakening. And uh that's really the unfoldment process at this point. Is that is is that working towards your question, Kaya? Yes, that's wonderful. Mahalo. Uh, oh, and what mahalo? Mahalo, Nui Yoy, right? Uh, yes. I have a question for you. What are you doing with the uh, uh, elder people? Well, right now, I'm working in assisted living. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and I I had one wonderful person that taught me about hospice. Okay. About and what? my third hospice, uh, I believe, is yeah. that right? Hospice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hospice. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Oh, yeah. So this is your path right now. Well, you know, we'd like to give you a choice. Would you like a ticket for Friday night or a subscription? I would love a ticket for Friday night. And would there be more than one for other guests for me? I believe we only have one left. Yeah, we've already given away the other two. Okay, mahalo for that. That's a gift that I truly love. Well, if you (laughs) stay on the line, uh, are you from Hawaii? Yes, but I'm here now in Seattle. Yes. Wow, this is great. If you please stay on the line, we'd love for Linda to collect some information yeah. so we make sure that we get you to the door. Absolutely. Thanks, Kaya. Thank Hang you, on. Kaya. That Thank you. You're giving me something to think about here. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a session. Hey. Um, we have another caller. Let's bring uh, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. You have a question for Mariah? Uh, yes. Uh, we usually get somewhere by doing whatever we do but that eventually brings us to a plateau. Yes. And in order to move beyond that plateau, we have to figure out what to do different mm-hmm. and to move beyond. And I'm trying to figure out, because I feel I'm at a, the a plateau, plateau right now, yeah. and trying to move beyond it. And uh, you usually get anxious trying to sure. figure out uh, mm-hmm. what has to be done different to keep moving you ahead and on. Yeah. Um, and that's a really good question. Um so, you know, when we hit the plateau, you know, we know we, we've, we've ripened or we've completed part of our course assignment or whatever, you know, however you want to look at it. We're done. We're done, you know. And so part of the plateau is a letting go process, you know, really letting go of what we've been working on, knowing we've integrated it and sort of, you know, assimilated it. Um, so that's one piece. And there may be some grief that goes with that. And then mm-hmm. there may be some anxiety of like, oh, my God, now what's next? You know, and, and whenever we, we face the mystery, then, of course, there's always stuff that kicks up because mm-hmm. we always tend to fill the mystery with our fears <laughs> instead yes. of just hanging out there waiting for it to show itself. Um, and so then we have the opportunity uh, to move through those fears and, and, and realize, you know, the illusion in that, of course, um, by moving through them. Um, and then, you know, as we sort of settle in and relax on the plateau, and then we ask, the, you know, we, we input to our higher self, you know, please, you know, I'm ready. I, I want to take my next step. You know, give me a vision. Give me a sense, you know. Send me to a movie, read, you know, a book, anything, you know, to show me what's, what's cooking here. And uh, invariably, you know, a lot of stuff comes forward. And then, you know, we have to play detective for a while in terms of trying to follow the clues. Um, but usually the clues are, are pretty strong, um, and they're usually connected to some kind of yearning or passion or des- hot desire, you know, like, oh, if I really, you know, I would really do this next, but no, you know, well, yeah, I would really do, you know, and then, so usually that's the place, the place that we're least inclined to give ourselves permission is usually the place that we need to go. That's usually our next step. Um, and so it's about trusting it. A part of what mm. breaks down the, 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 the contact with the mystery is, is that we don't trust our perception or that we don't trust, you know, our ability to receive that kind of uh, vision. Um, but if we just spend that, not that that part that doesn't trust and really allow ourselves to, you know, follow what's coming up. What are we dreaming about in our dreams? What are we thinking about? What are we obsessing about? You know, what are we hungry for? Then, you know, believe me, you know, the input just starts pouring in. And don't dismiss them. Don't right, dismiss the these deal. ideas because yeah. that's what does happen. I, I think, uh, Alan, I think that's, that's what you're talking about. Have you been getting yeah. some hits, some ideas? Well, uh, it, the, the, the 
decipher. The problem is you decipher, kind of giving a weight to whatever information comes in so that you know which way to follow. Okay. And uh, so you have to... And, and it's not an easy process. Right. I see, right, through. yeah, because you go bouncing back and right. forth. Right. Yeah, so then, you know, maybe what you could do is try to explore, you know, some of the deeper belief systems that are, you know, are are going on. You know, if I go this way, this might happen, or I go that way, that might happen. And then we can actually, you know, you can look at the belief systems that are going on mm-hmm. connected to your options mm-hmm. and, and see what they're telling you. Yeah. Um, that's Let's one, try that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Alan. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Yeah, thank you. Alan, we're going to give you a subscription. Fantastic. Okay, stay on the <laughs> line. Stay on the line. We'll get your information. Okay. okay we have, you. We, let me give out some information. We have one caller left I'd like you to speak with, Mariah. Okay. But before we do that, let's make sure that folks know we have Friday night, the introduction at the Seattle Metaphysical Library, located at 1525B, 14th Street. You could call uh, to lease at 206 923 0696. That's Talise at 206-923-0696 for more information. Or you can call me at 206-525-9599. That's 206-525-9599 to find out more about this amazing event, an event that you will not want to miss. Hi, Sterling. Hi. Hi. I wanted to make sure we got to you today in our closing moment. So how can we help you? Do you have a question? I, I do, I do. I understand that, that the weekend is has already is gone already. The weekend ticket is, and yeah. I think you're already going Friday night, though, right? I am. All I'm right. definitely going Friday night. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'd like to ask, um, just the question I've been asking myself this past six or six or eight months, um, why is it so darn hard for me to, to be here? On um, the planet, you mean? On the planet. Is yeah. that yes. a question? Yes, yes. It's just been very difficult to want to stay around. I understand. Mm. Okay, mm. that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of people are facing that. Um, and it, it's part of it is that the, 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 the enormous level of karmic material that's coming up for people is daunting. Um, and it's not, you know, it, it, it's just carrying, it has a huge impact on the emotional body. Um, and People are feeling overwhelmed by big emotional flows, you know, grief, anger, rage, you know, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's all part of this, like, huge, you know, kind of release that's that's going on for everybody because things are so accelerated right now. And um, it it kicks up a lot of past life issues of, like, coming to the threshold and feeling feeling like you can't do it. You know, like, we don't have the resources to move through this um, to birth the baby, so to speak. Right. And it's such a natural impulse, especially with the energies being so strong, to just sort of ascend or leave. Um, and, of course, that's not the idea, you know, because we really have to stay on this planet and uh, bring the light into the planet. Mm-hmm. It's an infusion, not mm-hmm. an ascension process. Yeah. You know, um, Sterling, you know? we're coming to the end of the show. What okay. I'd like to do, Sterling, is I'd like to connect you with Mariah directly. And, Mariah, you and I will talk to this. Yep. I'd love to give, uh, give Sterling with a, a session uh with you, and I will uh, provide that gift. Hang on tight, okay. Sterling, Hang on, and also Mariah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. We'll be right back tomorrow, 11 o'clock.